What is going on, crafters? Welcome back to another episode of Dig Straight Down with me, your host, Rebel JC. If this is your first time tuning into Dig Straight Down, I want to welcome you to the show. It's a podcast all about Minecraft updates, whether those are updates that are actually coming to the game or these are updates that we're just making up on our own just for fun. Either way, if either of those things are interesting to you at all, you're in the right place and I'm happy that you're here. So let's get into the Q&A segment of this episode. A few episodes ago, I asked you guys, what's your favorite feature announced from Minecraft Live and why? There's a lot of features to choose from. Let's see what you guys had to say. Blue Widow says the crafter because you can make a factory and armadillos for armor and being cute. Brennan says trial chamber, so fun and challenging. Also random generated rooms and the breeze. Zacharias says the crafter because it makes crafting for armies easier so I can raid bases more efficiently. Are you some sort of warlord on the server you play on? Uh, Talking about armies and raiding, that's crazy. Your boy says the tough block getting an update is probably my favorite. That is an underrated one, absolutely. Minecraft.wiki says my favorite is the crafter because it will save a lot of time mainly in the automatic farms. Mark says the armadillo because my pet wolves will be unstoppable with armor. Wow, everybody's got some sort of army in the making. This person likes chickens forever says definitely the trial chambers as it's practically an upgraded dungeon and dungeons like you mentioned need to be upgraded. So it's a good change to me. Absolutely agree with you. Party rat says auto crafting. I'm always running out of tools and it will be nice to have it to be automated. Lightning Man says, The Trial Chamber. It looks really fun and looks like it will have some good loot. B-Man says, The Crafter, because it will make my gold farm that much more efficient. And I will say, yeah, the the Crafter is going to be revolutionary for technical players, 100%. And And by extension for everyone else, too. But specifically for people who do the massive farms and things like that. And, and you know, the, the one that one player on your server who is, like, really, really good at technical stuff, the crafter is going to be amazing for that, for that player specifically. And we will all benefit. <laughs> if we're playing with that player, we will all benefit from this auto crafter. I think it's an amazing addition to the game. Barbecue Chip says, it's got to be the trial chambers and wolf armor. The trial chambers will be really fun because you could test your skills and they also include new blocks, which is cool too. Wolf armor equals safe doggo equals cool. (laughs) It's that simple, isn't it? LP13 says, trial chambers because they bring new mechanics and blocks. Heathy says, the crafter, it is very cool. I can auto craft stuff now. Void Strider says, The Trial Chamber. Minecraft has needed a new type of dungeon for a long time. That box dungeon is so boring and repetitive. Yes, preach it. It is absolutely boring and repetitive. Then come on. We're about to have 15 years of Minecraft under our belts, right? We're about to have the 15-year anniversary for Minecraft next year. It's been 14 years already, right? It's time for these old tired boring structures to be rejuvenated and 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 chief among them is the dungeon i feel like while i i I don't think it's the worst dungeon in the in the i don't think it's the worst structure in the game i forget which one i actually listed as the worst one back a few episodes ago but it it's definitely the one that is 
most in need of updating, and I, I'm ready for that to happen. Geekson says, my favorite new feature is the trial spawners because I think Minecraft needs more combat experience other than boss mobs. Now, that's a good point. Um, we always think about the boss mobs, the wither, the, the dragon, as like the definitive combat experiences in the game. We do have others, though. If you think about um, uh, raiding the ocean monument and uh, things like villager raids or village raids... Um, those two are very unique as combat experiences. They kind of have mini-boss um, sort of features to them. <clears throat> so I do think we do have these experiences in the game, but I would like to have more, and I feel like we're probably going to get more definitely in the trial chambers and possibly in other structures that they add later on. John Marshmallow says the breeze because it looks really fun to battle. I think the breeze is going to be fun. I really think the breeze is going to be a interesting and exciting mob to fight. Either that or it's going to be super annoying and people are going to hate it. I think it could honestly go either way. Um, if you look at how the breeze moves around, it jumps around, it's, it's, it feels very um, unpredictable in the way it moves. Uh, now it telegraphs how it moves. It, 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 when you you look at how the model bends and how it you know seems to gear up for a for a jump, you can kind of tell what it's going to do. But you're going to have to be quick on your feet, and depending on how much damage it causes you, it could be a <laughs> um, it could be a less than pleasant experience. But at the same time, it could also be a very very fun and exciting mob. It could be this updates warden. Um, even though I don't think we're going to get a new mob, anything like the Warden, but it could be, it could have that iconic thing going on for it. So, uh, we'll see what happens with the breeze, but it does look really fun. And finally, the Spleef Hazard says one would be the Redstone Crafter or just the Crafter, which could be used on Piglin Farms to craft nuggets to ingots automatically. Well, thank you so much, guys, for, for writing in your answers. If you want your answers read on an upcoming episode, go to this episode on Spotify, interact with the Q&A post there, and I'll do my best to read out as many of those answers as I can in an upcoming episode. To increase your chances of getting the an your answer read, um, try to put a little bit of thought into it. If you're just kind of putting in a one-word answer or a, you know a couple of words answers, it's, it's, I'm, I'm probably not going to read it because it's not as engaging and not as fun to talk about. But if you put a little bit more thought into it, a little bit more reason behind the thing that you said, sort of like the answers that we read uh, in this episode, they put a little bit of thought into what they were saying and, and their reasons behind their opinion. So if you do that, you increase your chances of getting your answer read. So go ahead and, and, and have fun with it and, get, and put some thought into the thing that you're saying. So that'll increase your chances of getting read on an upcoming episode, and I can't wait to see what you have to say. So let's get into the main discussion of this episode. So they just released, as of this recording, they literally just released Minecraft Preview 1.20.50.22. <laughs> and it's it's pretty cool. There's a, there's a lot of cool things in here related to Minecraft 1.21, plus a little surprise for those who are fan of the bat. <laughs> if that's you, raise your hand. <laughs> now with every Minecraft update, we have a treasure trove of new blocks added to the game. Uh, so much so that there has been an outcry, and I think a justified outcry, 
for an inventory update so that we can manage all of these blocks. Um, but this update is no exception. And I have to say, we've only scratched the surface of the things that are being added in this update. I'm pretty sure if they're, if they are doing what they did, uh, previously, only announcing a very little bit at a time, then we've only seen a handful of things that are coming in this update. We're probably going to get many, 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 many more blocks added in this game. And it's, that's exciting to me. Um, so let's, let's just read over some of these things and, and talk about them. And maybe we have some notes about them. Um, it's October in Sweden. This is from the, the, the change log. It's October in Sweden and the leaves outside are changing from green to orange faster than copper can oxidize. I could spend this whole change log waxing lyrical, <laughs> oh gosh, about the new decorative blocks coming to experimental testing this week. But instead, how about I tell you to look out for the copper trap door, copper door, copper grate, and chiseled copper block. I about to say clopper. All of these things can be waxed, chiseled, and scraped to your heart's content. You can color coordinate with pumpkins or creepers, blah, 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 lots of silly stuff. Also uh, coming is a new set of uh, tough blocks and a new bat texture. So that was the little introduction there. Uh, here is the copper block family. The copper family of blocks has been expanded, including chiseled copper, copper grate, copper bulb, copper door, copper trap door, oxidized and wax variants of all of the above. The copper is going to be a huge inventory thing all on its own. We have so many different kinds of copper blocks already in the game, and especially given the fact that we have the different weathered oxidation states for each one, it is such a huge family of blocks, and it's just going to get even bigger, it looks like. Uh, chiseled copper is crafted with two cut copper slabs of a shared oxidation level. It can be crafted in the stone cutter. Really good. The copper grate, a new type of decorative block unique to the copper family, crafted with four copper blocks of a shared oxidation level, can be crafted in the stone cutter. The properties of this copper grate are it's transparent it allows light to pass through mobs cannot suffocate inside the grate it cannot conduct redstone and hostile mobs cannot naturally spawn on it um now when i saw this it made me think of copper spleeves copper spleeves were a block that was introduced in uh, java edition 23 13a or b which was a um one of those april fools updates it was the one where we went to the moon and we saw the uh, space station the moon base that you could that you press a trap uh, you press a pressure plate and this thing spawns into existence copper spleeves were part of that structure um they would be broken if you touch them so if you wanted to run across a bridge of copper spleeves, you have to run really quickly because they're breaking as you step on them. And so they were really interesting in that way. Now, they look a lot like the copper grates that are actually coming to the game. Um, so this is making me thinking, like, what is the functionality of the copper grates? Surely, surely they're not going to break upon contact. But again, there could be some interesting um interesting things that we could do with that kind of functionality. Um, it could be fun to make some sort of traps. And maybe maybe they break and they break and they fall into, you know, their their entity form or their item form so they don't just, like, disappear like the copper spleeves did. Um, but I don't know. It could be really fun. It seems like a dripstone mechanic... Uh, not a dripstone, a drip leaf mechanic. It might be good for a, a game of um, spleef, even. A, a different kind of game of spleef. 
Um, but I don't know. It's, we have yet to see what the actual functionality of copper grates are. Um, and if they are like copper spleeves, that will be really interesting. And I would like to see what people do with that. The copper bulb, a light emitting block that can toggle its light emission through redstone pulses. It oxidizes like other copper blocks and emits less light the, uh, the more oxidized they are. The regular copper bulb has a light level of 15. Exposed copper bulb is 12. Weathered copper bulb is 8. And oxidized is 4. When placed, its light is off by default. While the copper bulb is unpowered, it will toggle its light on or off when it receives a, lead, a redstone pulse. Copper bulb light will stay on even when the redstone's force is removed until it receives another redstone pulse to toggle it off. A redstone crystal will glow in the center of copper bulbs while it is powered by a redstone signal. Redstone crystal, huh? That sounds interesting. Comparators will read a signal strength of 15 if the copper bulb's light is on. It does not conduct redstone power. You can craft four copper bulbs with three copper blocks of a shared oxidation level, one blaze rod, and one redstone dust. What interests me about the copper bulb? Uh, first of all, the oxidation thing is really, really cool. I like the idea that you can scrape it to get a brighter light, and then over time it will dim. That's kind of a fun mechanic, and it would be really cool to see this in... Um, I'm, I'm thinking like Bioshock, right? I'm thinking about this like steampunk sort of world where things are sort of run down a little bit. Um, so maybe you have the bright and shiny rooms above, but as you get beneath the city, you see sort of like the true, you know, maybe the crypts and the secret rooms and passageways and the all the coppers oxidizing and getting moldy. And you have to sort of scrape the mold away to brighten up the, these secret corridors. I like that kind of vibe. It's really cool. But the most interesting thing to me is that it toggles between lit and unlit each time it receives a redstone pulse. Something that really bothers me about um, light sources in Minecraft is that if I want a really clean, modern-looking light that doesn't look organic somehow, that doesn't look like it grew on a tree or got dug up un from under the ground, then it needs to be, and, and I want it to be a full block and not like an end drive. It needs to be um, connected to a redstone block of some sort. It needs to be connected to a redstone input. So you have, um, you have essentially what I'm saying is the redstone lamp. The redstone lamp needs to always be connected to an uh, active redstone signal to stay on. This does not. You put this thing, um, you connect this thing, ha have it hanging down from your ceiling by a chain or by a fence post. You place a button on it or a lever, you flick it on and then you break the button or the lever off and it stays on. I love that so much. That's going to be so good for so many kinds of builds. It's going to be one of the best light sources in Minecraft, in my opinion, for building, for, versatil for versatility, for building, for using it for a lot of different things. The copper bulb is going to be king. And I can't wait to see what people do with, do with it. I can't wait to use it myself. Copper doors and trap doors. Copper variants of doors and trap doors that can oxidize over time and can be waxed. They work like wooden doors in that they can be opened and closed with interaction as well as redstone. They are crafted with copper blocks of a shared oxidation level. So... I don't know if copper doors are going to have any sort of functionality like the iron doors where you have to activate the iron door with some sort of redstone component in order for it to open and close. Um, I would imagine that the copper door is going to have something. <clears throat> and so I, I actually put this together as a feedback post 
as my idea for copper door functionality. And I'm just going to read it to you as, as my notes on the copper door and the copper trap door. So the copper doors were announced at Minecraft Live 2023 to apparently function identically to wooden doors. However, given their metallic mechanical nature, copper doors could benefit from redstone capabilities. I propose that copper doors have the ability to open partially based on the strength of an applied redstone stick signal. For signal strengths of one through three, the door would open one-fifth of the way. For strengths four through six, it would open two-fifths of the way. Strengths seven through nine would open it three-fifths of the way, and strengths 10 through 12 would open it four-fifths of the way. Are you following so far? <laughs> Strength signals of 13 through 15 would open the door completely. Of course, players could still open copper doors fully by hand instantly if they desire. This variable opening would enable new redstone contraption capabilities. It would direct entities in curving paths, add depth to builds, allow small mobs to pass through partially open doors, and more. This feature could also apply to copper trap doors for similar novel utilities, such as building ramps with an actual angle. The la this layered opening has useful applications that could suit copper's mechanical theme. It would be a cool way to expand copper functionality beyond previous doors in Minecraft. So essentially my idea, if it was really hard to follow, uh, depending on the signal strength that you feed a trap door, it opens um, maybe not all the way. Maybe it opens half the way. Maybe it opens three-fifths of the way, depending on how strong the signal strength is. Um, and this, you know, you could use this, like I said, to make curving paths. If this is applied to trap doors, this might be the most exciting thing. If it's applied to trap doors, you could actually build an angled ramp with an actual angle in Minecraft. Um, I don't know if this breaks the way that they want to design the game aesthetically, but I think it would be really cool. The Tough Block family. Tough has been expanded to have its own family of blocks, including stairs, slabs, walls, and chiseled variants. Tough bricks with stairs, slabs, walls, and chiseled variants. Polished, polished tough with stairs, slabs, and wall variants. All tough variants can be crafted in the stone cutter. Now, of these blocks, my favorite has got to be the tough bricks. I love the brick texture of this far more than stone bricks. I think this is one of the best brick textures in the game. It is so clean looking, in my opinion. And, and I will have to say, it, it's very possible that they could change the textures based on community feedback. And I've already heard a few people say that they don't like how clean the texture of the tough bricks are. I personally really like it because it feels like all of our mineral-based um, blocks in the game, all of our stone kind of based blocks in the game have a very rough, um, uh, gritty feel to them. Even the clean ones, even the polished ones kind of still have that, um, really kind of, um, scratchy texture to them. And this feels a little bit more clean, a little bit more smooth. And I like that. And I like having the, the idea of having this like more smoothed, processed, um, feel to a block that you could probably use in a more modern build or, you know, in, in a more, you know, ancient kind of build, but you're building it as if it's a new thing, a new structure, but maybe you're just back in time at a, at a time where they were actually use this kind of block. I don't know. It's one of my favorite blocks so far that they've 
revealed and it just looks really cool. I always end up getting a ton of tough to, uh, to, to build with anyway. And so having this kind of block in addition to that will be great. And for this very last uh, note here, the bat now has a new look thanks to an updated model, animations, and texture. Now for the changes to the bat, it's got me wondering, are they about to add some sort of functionality to the bat? What what in the world? So like that's such a random thing to throw in there. Oh by the way, we changed the the we changed the texture of the bat. I don't think that there was really anything wrong with the texture of the bat in the first place. I do like from the picture that they have on the on the website. I do like what the way it looks now uh, in the change. But there was really nothing wrong with it to begin with. Is this going to have a new functionality? Is the bat actually going to be useful for something? I guess we'll have to stay tuned to learn more. What do you think? Send me your ideas and your comments and your questions to digstraightdowncast at gmail.com because that brings us to the end of this episode. And until next episode, guys, keep digging straight down. I'll see you at Bedrock.